0: Master in the dock. We are here, and we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk, uh, talk about the UFC. We're gonna talk about the UFC. I did see my mom this weekend. I went to Hawaii. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but UFC and Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Today's Veterans Day. Thank you to all you. Vets Thank out you, there. John. Oh, you welcome. served in our military. I did serve in the military. I actually bled for my country um i fought for my country i did it was in a boxing ring but i was in the freaking army so yeah i did so leave. you did basic training though you went I in did basic training i went into an infantry where'd you do your basic training at Fort Benning, georgia and then i joined 11 bravo which is infantry and i wanted to go to iran where i thought i was going to go that's why i joined because they year, had the hostages what year is this oh, this forget. is iranian hostage like crisis. 79 ish okay. so they had the hostages i was like i gotta go I'm going to join, so I joined the army, my dad was 11 Bravo, my dad was in World War Two, actually, and um, uh, he actually went to West Point as well, but anyway, so he was 11 Bravo and he wanted me to be 11 Bravo Infantry, and I was like, can I be like fucking computer something, but no, so I joined 11 Bravo Infantry, got stationed, they gave the hostages back, uh, I went to my first sergeant, and uh, I said, can I get out? I mean, there's no war going on. They gave back the hostages. Was so this after you finished basic? Oh, yeah. I was, I was done basic in my advanced training, and I was already at my duty station, and I was like, can I just, can I, like, get out, and... Uh, and hey, Your barista's here. Oh, thank you, my barista. <laughs> thank you, the best barista in the world. Anyway, um... So they gave back the hostages. So I was like, oh, "Man, I, I can't be in the army." Um, so I went to my first sergeant. This is this is how, like, things are meant to be. I went to my first sergeant. He was he had seen me fight as an amateur, and I went in there. I was like, "Hey, first sergeant, I need to get out, man. I I mean, there's no war, and I don't want to stay in the army. I I don't want to do guard duty and KP and shit." And uh, you know they gave back the hostages. So can we just call it a day? And he, after he was done laughing for like 10 minutes, he's like, you're in for three years or whatever, he said, something like that. But then he goes, but I got an idea, man. You, I, I've seen you fight and you fought. He happened to be from my hometown. So he saw me fight in the Golden Gloves. And he's like, why don't you box for the army? And I was like, what do you mean box for the army? He was, we have a team in the army and, and you could box for the army. So I was like, okay, sign me up. So he actually facilitated me trying out for the team and how to do it. I had to go on, I had to go on leave, like I had to go TDY, which means you're going somewhere else, but you're still, you know, in the army. So I went to the army base in uh, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and I fought in a tournament, which enabled me to make the team. So I made the all-army boxing team, um, and pretty much that's all I did while I was in the army. Uh, So... It was tough cuz the army team is tough. I mean, they don't take any shit. I mean, if you if you're late for training, you you're late for duty. And they will write your ass up. You cannot be late for training. It's not like like some gyms guys like half an hour late. If you're half an hour late, your ass is going to the brig. I might be exaggerating just a little bit, but so what do you do with the rest of your time if you're training, you're not training
1: all day every day? What what else do they have you doing?
0: Well, to be honest, um, I like being in the infantry and I wanted to promote, uh, so I kind of did, I did a little of both, so I still went on certain, certain, uh, certain deployments and certain things I did so I could, uh, so I could still promote, but most of the stuff I didn't go, like we went to Philippines, I didn't have to go, went to, they went to Korea, I didn't have to go, the big stuff I didn't have to go, I didn't have to do guard duty, I didn't have to do KP, um... But so I kind of I kind of was half and half, but to be honest, like when you're on the team, that's all you do, and you train for a few hours a day, and then you gotta rest because I mean it's hard training. I mean it's it's like no other training I've ever done is when I was on the army team, and and the army team shaped a lot of the ways that I trained my my team and and my my school. Uh, I I've kept a lot of that a lot of that. Um, great experience, great bunch of guys. I, I would never trade a thing. Um, the Army was fantastic to me. The Army boxing team was fantastic to me. 25th Infantry Division, fantastic to me. First of the 27th Wolfhounds, terrific. I'll never forget any of it. So who
1: do you compete against when you're in the Army, on the Army boxing team? When
0: you're in the Army team, you, you compete against, um, uh, Other branches, like All Army, I mean, you do, like All Army will fight inner service and you become the inner service champion. You'll fight in the local Golden Gloves, wherever you're stationed. Um, You'll fight in other tournaments, like if there's an AEU tournament or any kind of amateur tournament, which is sanctioned, the army will let you fight. Uh, So you fight a lot. I fought more. Uh, probably not that much more. But I fought a lot when I was in the Army. A lot of smokers. between branches of military? Do you, yeah, they, they fight. fight. Yeah, inner service is pretty big. The, the Marines used to have a really good team. There was like... Uh, God, what was his name? I.W. John... No, his, uh, his name was... Uh, I forget his name. But there was some really good... Uh, Jeff McCracken, a name that comes to mind. He was a middleweight, and he fought for the Marines. Jeff McCracken, he was really good. Um... But to be honest, the army pretty much dominated uh, military when it came to sports. I know I don't know that much about other sports, but boxing and wrestling. I think the army always dominated. So we we, we, we uh, I don't think I ever fought an air force guy. I think I fought one guy in the navy. I fought a few guys in the marines. Never really that good then. Um, Was this their,
1: used as a way to recruit? I mean, what did there was there justification for having an army boxing team? Uh, I think, Recruitment, or did they entertain the troops? Or what I think it was to? I think
0: it was Chuck. It was it was, it was made for uh, um, it was made for you know giving the 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 army troops you know like give them something to cheer for and give them some uh, you know like some kind of uh, entertainment. I think more than entertainment, it, it gave them like something to root for. You know, so they got a team, and they could go, or you know, watch their guy fight and shit like that. I mean, like when 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 Muhammad Ali got drafted, and and he didn't want to go. I mean, basically, he didn't want to go. I mean, people said, ah, oh, he's you know, he's uh, I don't know. They said negative things about him, but he wouldn't have gone in the army and fought, just like Joe Lewis. You know, he would have gone to entertain the troops, and he would have traveled all around. If he joined, the, if he went in the army. They would have still let him fight, I'm sure, to defend his title, but he would have traveled all over the the world, entertaining the troops. So, but he didn't he didn't believe in the war, so he, as a, as you know, just principles, he wouldn't do it, and he ended up paying for that. Which, whether you agree with it or not, that's that's what happened. All right. So veterans day. So thanks to all the veterans. Thank you, veterans. Active
1: military out there. So on Veterans Day, we watched some fights. We did. We did watch
0: some fights. Before Veterans Day on Saturday. Yeah. um, First fight on that, that, well, it was a good card. It wasn't a great card, but it was definitely good. Uh, The first fight of the night that I I want to talk about was uh, Trezano and Pena. And that was kind of a hyped up fight because Pena is getting a lot of hype. Um, Tall, thin. Let me tell you how tall and thin he is. He's a hundred, he's, he's thinking of going to 145. He's 6'3". Like I'm, I'm, I'm under six feet. So I'm like 5'11 and a half and I'm almost 200 pounds and I'm not like really bulky. So if you can imagine 145 at 6'3", it's, it's pretty crazy, but he was good. He was, he was good. I think he's out of, uh, AKA, um, I think he was undefeated going into that fight, and Trezano, I think, just lost his last one, but he's he's really good, man. I mean, I was impressed with both of them, but I was especially impressed with Trezano. Trezano, um, he showed everything, and power in everything. He had unbelievable power in his punching his striking, and beautiful kicks, knees, I mean... And then he had the basics. I mean, he had like, he had it down. His, his, uh, his takedown defense was like tight. This guy had it, he had it down. And, um, um, I think he was one thing. I mean, one, one, when he was against the cage, he like waited for Pena. I wanted him to get off the cage, which is. One thing I think he he got like lackadaisical and stayed against the cage, and Pena got him. And then I think he fought his way out of a takedown. He might have gotten takedown, but I mean, even against the cage, where I wish he wasn't, and he spent a little too much time. He was pretty damn good at his takedown defense in the in the middle of the cage, or on the mat. He was really good. Um, he 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 was good from the from off his back. I mean, he was he is a well rounded fighter and I think I don't know if he's going to be a champion or not but I, I see him climbing the ladder uh, without a doubt Trezano, is good uh, nothing nothing away from Peña but Trezano impressed the shit out of me and I really like I like his camp, he, he trains in this camp called Tiger Tiger Schumann out of uh, I think they're out of New Jersey or New York they're back east but Tiger Schumann uh, Shulman is a like he's, he's a um, he has a branch of uh, he has a lot of branches of karate schools. Like he's all over. He had a bunch of karate schools. Made a lot of money in his karate schools. But then he just wanted to get into MMA. So he started a little MMA team on the side. And now he has some really really high level fighters including Trezano. So I'm really impressed with that guy, uh, Tiger Shulman. But anyway, so what else we got?
1: Well, then we had the fight. The local girl fought um, Macy Barber. She's from Denver, fights out of Denver. So yeah. she got to fight in front of her crowd against Hannah Cyphers.
0: Yeah. I think I think they were looking at Cyphers. I think she w- I would be willing to bet she was the uh, favorite. I'm not 100% sure. But um, she looked a lot stronger. She looked like she had... Uh, You know, she looks more solid. Uh, She's a lot more serious going in. Um, um, So I was just like, oh, shit. But Macy had this crazy outgoing personality. She was walking into the cage. Like, this was, like, her 15th time in the UFC. It was her first UFC fight. And she was already, like, engaging with the crowd. And she was happy. And she she looked really ready to go. And she was... Smiling and and just like I said, she she did. It, this did not look like her first uh, UFC fight. Well, she fought in that contender series. That
1: was that's how she got her way in. So both yeah. of these fighters were new.
0: Yeah, and the contender series has nothing to do with the UFC. That's just the UFC watching you fight in different uh, organizations. But she she was very charismatic, and she looked like she belonged there. She was she was she won. Uh, I think she won by decision, or did they stop it? No, she uh, won a ground and pound, okay. El- elbows. Okay, yeah, yeah, a few elbows too many, I thought. Um, okay, that yeah, she she had some beautiful striking, um, as well as great takedown offense. But once she got uh, Cyphers on the ground, she looked like fucking. Uh, she looked like Mark Coleman. It's like Mark Coleman was on top of Cipher's. She wasn't going anywhere. And those elbows she was throwing, which she had beautiful elbow elbows standing as well. In fact, I think she cut ciphers while they were standing with an elbow. She had beautiful strikes, and and she's from Mark Montoya. It's camp. Cam. She's oh, one is of Montoya. She? Yeah, no, she's, she's
1: out of Denver. Yeah, she's
0: one of Montoya's. Montoya's like he's Montoya's gonna be like he's gonna be like uh, ATT and and AKA and and Jackson real soon. It's gonna be. He's gonna be right there if he isn't already. But he's gotten some. I think he had like three people fight and win on this on this card, and he had two last card that won. But anyway, she is someone to watch and really, really a
1: good fight. Yeah, well, how good is that too to come out to your first fight in the UFC and you get to fight on the 25th anniversary card in your hometown?
0: Yeah, it's a pretty yeah.
1: special night for her. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She was she was pretty she was pretty psyched and. The nerves did not seem to affect her in a negative way, only in a positive way. Great fight. Uh, Dariush against uh, Thiago. This fight showed me something. I'll tell you what it showed me. Dariush was really good in that fight. He looked powerful. I mean, just powerful on the ground, on the takedowns, and uh, in the striking. He looked really good. Um, But, uh, I think he fought... Did he fight Ramsey? I think he fought one of my guys. Uh, but anyway... One thing it showed me was... Uh, that... Uh, this fight was action-packed. Nonstop action. Um, but most of the action was on the ground. But it was like... It was like scrambles. It was like... A submission attempts. Submission uh, escapes. I mean... It was non-stop action... And it showed you that, like people that love the UFC and love MMA, appreciate that, but the majority of people watching don't. Like it didn't get any kind, of, any of the, any of the, um, like the, I don't know, the applause or the yelling or the reaction of the crowd, than uh, than the main event. Just slugging. It just, it just proved it because it it was. It was every bit as action packed but the action was all on the ground and it, it was like it was really cool to watch because there was so many escapes so many scrambles and uh, so many beautiful takedowns and and it was a great fight but it just didn't have you know it it didn't have the excitement that a stand up fight has and that kind of that kind of showed that and uh, it showed it showed it in good way and bad way it showed it that The fans love a good grappling match. True fans love it. But it also showed that the majority of people are are still going to always want to watch two guys just standing there and banging.
1: Well, I didn't see this fight, but I did see Dana White after the fight saying, this turned out to be a great night of of fights, despite the two fights in the middle that were snoozers or something like that. So I'm guessing this was one of those fights he... The promoter was talking about yeah
0: the, the yeah could have been but I mean for I mean these are two jujitsu black belts and two really powerful strikers especially Dariush or Dariush um, so I didn't see any kind of snoozing I wasn't snoozing during this fight and I'm a fuck I'm a, a striking guy all the way but. I I was I was thoroughly entertained and I appreciated the grappling of this match. Ramsey fought Darius
1: in two thousand and fourteen. Okay. It was a TKO round one for Ramsey. Okay.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot for Ramsey. So then we got okay. First thing I want to see I want to okay. There's a uh, let's address the five hundred pound gorilla in the room, or elephant in the room. Is it an elephant or a gorilla it's in the a room? Small elephant. <laughs> This is a 500-pound?
1: That's a small elephant. Elephant's like thousands of pounds.
0: What is this? 500-pound gorilla then? Is it a 1,000-pound gorilla? What is it? It's something. Whatever it is. You're going to address it. Okay, I'm going to address it right now. And let me, let me tell you something. My wife pointed this out, and it was funny as fuck. I'm, funny. We're watching the fight, and all of a sudden, the referee stops it. These are two girls fighting. Pennington against the, uh, Jermaine. Germain. Okay, so Jermaine's fighting Pennington. Two girls, two females. And all of a sudden, the referee stops it. And he he takes one to a neutral corner. So we're thinking, what's the foul? Is there a foul? What's going on? It was a low blow. A low blow. Okay. It was a low blow. We have testicles and a penis that hang out. Why why would there be a low blow hanging? I mean... (laughs) why would there be a low blow with two women one woman got kicked in the groin she got hit or kicked in the groin and uh, so I was like why is there a low blow and my wife goes I said well she must have got kicked in the, the vagina and my wife said they always get pounded there what's the big deal I mean it's, why, why would they stop a fight because they're always getting hit there now all of a sudden, they're getting stopping a fight be- because of it? That made absolutely no sense. Okay? I, I, know, I know they're the whole equality thing, but it's not equal down there. It's not the same. There's, not like, there's a lot of this going on. Could you imagine like as a guy, if he has his testicles, if somebody was doing that during sex? That wouldn't feel good. But, it, but with a girl, it's like that all the time. So now they can't get hit there? Wow.
1: I think you need to be on the next rules committee for the UFC. You're a doctor. What do you think about that? I didn't see this fight. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. So that was actually, did they take a point away for a low blow? No, but they gave her time. Like they were gonna give her like
0: five minutes to recover. It's like, what? I mean, they're getting this all the time down there. What? I mean, it's. I
1: don't think you're qualified to comment.
0: Well, my wife did. did. did My wife did. did My wife is the one. I said. She said, "What? Why are they stopping?" I said. She must have got hit in the groin and she's my wife said this she goes she said we're used to getting pounded down there what's the big deal wow my wife said that <laughs> anyway so okay so that was so that she was, recovered and then what happened she obviously recovered from getting hit in the in the vagina but anyway um she she recovered and uh, she went on to win it was a distance fight it was like she was she's the taller striker and uh, Pennington wanted to turn it into a grappling, at least clinching match, and um, it was it was definitely pretty close. Uh, it went back and forth, but Jermaine was able to a lot of straight punches, a lot of straight kicks, um, and she was able to keep the ki- the fight at distance, and she won a decision. So,
1: decision. All right, we got to revisit that rule find out what
0: happens stupidest rule in the world it's almost as stupid as the 12 to 6 elbow all
1: right so then we had the Cerrone. the two co-main or however this was built but we Canadian. had uh, cowboy <laughs> and mike perry so this was a big fight going in cowboy doesn't does he
0: normally have a beard i don't think he normally has a beard yeah he, he kind of he's scruffy all the time but he, he um that was a good fight man that was a good fight coming in it was a good build up um both of them are really uh they really go get him, guys. Uh, Cowboy does not talk like uh, Perry. Always just goes, 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 goes. He sounds a little ghettoish at times, but he backs it up with hard punching. Um, he's I, a fa- he's a fan
1: favorite, isn't he, Mike Perry? No, nah, I
0: think people like him. I think they like. I think people like Mike Perry, but they revere Don Cerrone. Right. They, they no, were I'm good. not saying in
1: comparison. I yeah. just, I think people like they him. They like right. him,
0: but they, yeah, but he gets, he get, he, he's, he's a little ghetto-ish at times. Um, he's the one
1: that, he, remember he fought Paul Felder recently yeah, and Felder yeah. had a broken arm. Broken arm, fought the whole fight and
0: yeah, he won and he's fought in some really good fights. Um, he's definitely an action-packed fighter, hits hard. He could be a little one punch at a time, kind of, I mean, if you time his, you know, his power punching, you can like, uh. Um, I don't know. You can defeat him in that way, but what what, so, what? One of the big builds up to this fight was Cerrone, who's been fighting it uh, um, uh, with Jacksons forever. Now this guy comes in because he wants a little change change of scenery, and they set him up together. So Cerrone's like, I don't feel comfortable with you know my trainers training him, so he went to his trainer. Um, and said, well, I don't really feel comfortable with you training him for this fight. You know, you're going to train me, and I don't like that. And, my, and his trainer basically said, fuck you, go somewhere else. I don't think he actually said that, but basically I think Cerrone went somewhere else. So it was something like that. Well, he had been with them for a while. Since the beginning. Yeah, and he left. He's so, from he's from New Mexico.
1: So that was a big deal that he left that gym, and he's big training deal. on his own now?
0: He opened his own gym. I think he has some money, and he opened his own gym um, there's some bad blood there. There's seems. so there's some bad blood going into this. Bad blood with Cerrone and and Jacksons and bad blood. But not bad blood between these two guys. Didn't seem like it. It no. didn't seem like it. They were like, they were like clowning each other in a fun way, kind of playing with each other before the fight, and not in a negative way. It's like even at the weigh in and the press conference and stuff, they seemed to like have a good back and forth, uh, and Who it did was Cerrone
1: Have it out with it was Winkeljohn. Yeah,
0: some Winkeljohn or Jackson. I don't know. Like I think it's mainly Winklejohn I don't know, I just can't imagine that happening um, for me. Like, one of my old-time guys, and then a new guy comes in. I I just, I can't. But I wasn't there, and I don't know what the whole dynamics were. But whatever it was, was, there was more animosity that Cerrone had towards this trainer than he did Mike Perry. Um, So they went back and forth in a fun way, and I like that kind of jousting back and forth verbally and stuff. And then they went at it, and um, uh, Cerrone ended up on, on the ground, and... and I think uh, Mike Perry got the
1: takedown. He got one of them, yeah. He got one of the takedowns, and Cerrone reversed <coughs> it. It was pretty pretty impressive. Uh, Cerrone
0: is, uh, I think Cerrone is dangerous anywhere, and he's great anywhere, but I honestly think he's better off his back than he is standing. I just think, I think he's more dangerous off his back then he is standing. Well, he caught him up in what was he in that? Was Perry in his guard? He grabbed his arm. Yeah, got got him in an arm bar and actually broke his arm. I hope Perry's okay, but he just Perry was trying to fight it and uh, and uh, Cerrone just arched and and you know his pelvis and broke his arm. Um, I could tell as soon as Perry came out, he was like trying to hide it, but he was you could tell the way he was carrying his arm after that fight. I was like. I told my wife. I said his arm is fucked up, man, and it was. He said it was broken. He tweeted that later. Yeah, I looked today
1: to see what what fracture he had or what he had, and there's no more information yet. So, so I probably broke his elbow. Yeah. Uh, but that's a pretty devastating injury, depending on how he broke it. Hopefully, he'll heal up fast. A I lot mean, of it's the ligaments
0: too. Without yeah, it,
1: it, sounded like he's at least Mike Perry said his arm was broken in that exchange. So, yeah. hopefully, sometimes a break is better because uh, ligaments can take longer to heal and, and yeah. be more of a problem. So the fracture, depending on what he broke, hopefully it'll heal up quickly. Maybe he'll need surgery. We don't know yet. Um, but hopefully he'll be back soon. <laughs> like I said, I think Mike Perry's a fan favorite. I, I, I like is. watching him fight. Cerrone, a
0: Cerrone's a fan. He, they adore him. They revere him. And after the fight, like his grandma always goes to the fight, Like Yancey Medeiros jumped over the cage after Yancey got knocked out by him. Uh, Donald Cerrone, and kissed his grandma. Because she gets really close with everyone. She's just like... She's, she's in bubbly. the ring. She's, she's in, in the, there. In the s- ring after the fight. And so is his kid, his newborn. He They brought him his newborn. His wife brought him his newborn. And he's like carrying this little His new newborn kid. had
1: giant earmuffs on. Like, like for a shooting range or something. Because it's so loud. Oh, and cowboy boots. And if I go to another UFC, I think I'm going to dress the same way. Because the last time I went... My I couldn't hear for like three days. It was so freaking loud in there. Um, so it I'm glad they me? they had earmuffs on the kid. Oh my it's god. It's a little one year. He had a belt What's buckle. Is his name Danger? I don't know. Yeah. It's it a, is danger. <laughs> it's, it's a danger. Belt buckle. He had cowboy boots and earmuffs. It
0: was Cute pretty as cool. hell. Cute as hell. But to see
1: Donald Cerrone with his kid there, um he's back. It was a t it was a nice end to the fight. Yeah. I think that fight ended well. And man is he dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, he's, so he won so he set some records too yeah he's the most
0: wins in the UFC the of any wins. weight class of any weight class yeah that's a pretty big deal yeah he has one other one I forget what to do most was. submissions most submissions the most finishes I think he's fucking
1: he's dangerous off his back he's just like yeah so he got performance of the night as he should have oh yeah so that's a bonus he got, too. Yeah, and then... And, and then, then the, they don't call this guy by his actual name. They call him the Korean zombie. Yeah, they, they didn't write his, it when they name have... His like, Jung. He's got a name, but they don't call him by his nobody, nobody name. Nobody. He's the Korean his name. zombie against Yair Rodriguez. Yeah, Yair. Um, it was it was
0: crazy. It this was, was
1: a five-round fight. Five-round fight? One okay. second shy of a five-round fight. One
0: second. And... and Yair took the fight on, what, two weeks' notice or some crazy shit? And he's fighting in altitude. So, so he, so, uh, Cerrone invites him to train with him. And Cerrone's camp, Cerrone has his own gym, and, um, he, uh, he fights, he he invites him to train at his camp, I think it's in New Mexico, or it could be in Denver, but it's in altitude, so he invites him to train with him. Which was a lifesaver, um, and and Yair, everybody thought Yair was gonna get uh, winded because you know because it was altitude, and Jung had a full camp there. But it was back and forth the whole fight. It was it was unbelievable, back and forth. Yair, and people kept thinking, "Why wow, Yair better keep you know, you know pace himself because he's gonna get tired." He didn't pace himself, and he didn't look like he got tired. At the end, obviously he was fucking exhausted, but this guy is tough as shit. He did not look tired at all. He was throwing beautiful techniques, um, and so was, it, it, it was the slugger. Korean Zombie was just coming forward slugging, and Yair was, was countering and, and throwing beautiful spinning techniques, beautiful... Uh, elbows spinning elbows he was it was an unbelievable fight for four rounds and 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 then 59 seconds yeah <laughs> or four rounds, four rounds four minutes of 59 yeah, seconds yeah it was four rounds for four minutes and 59 seconds it was an unbelievable fight of and they were like giving each other high fives smiling the whole fight it was unbelievable fight definitely fight of the year it's the best fight I've seen all year and then with 1 second left Left one second left, with a with a Korean zombie ahead on on all three cards, he goes in for a flurry. The Korean zombie does. Yeah, he yeah. goes He's way, He's ahead. He's ahead. He's ahead on all three cards, and he goes in for a flurry with one second left. Yair catches him with this crazy elbow there's that a, nobody's ever seen before. Yeah, there's a picture of it up there. Nobody's ever seen that elbow. It's a no look el- elbow counter. It's, it's crazy. A, crazy. It crazy. It almost looked accidental but it wasn't it, it looked like a headbutt to me. I thought as soon as, as soon as the fight was ever over, I saw Korean cl- crumbling to the ground. And then I saw like uh, I saw Yair like celebrating. I was like, why is he celebrating? He just well, lost that fight. The
1: video they showed at first, you couldn't see from the angle no. what happened. I and thought when was they headbutt. showed it from this angle. His head snapped. I mean that was a brutal elbow. It's it's just amazing how fast that happens. That crazy. you almost
0: live, you almost don't even see it. You have to yeah. like see the replay. You had to see it. It was it was crazy. Um, it, it was crazy, and and watching these guys after the fight, like they went to the ER, both of them, because Yair couldn't even walk. His foot's broken. He was all beat up. He was fucking exhausted. So they both go to the ER, and and he, after they just beat the living shit out of them for. 24 minutes and one se- <laughs> or, wait 24 <laughs> minutes and 59 seconds. They're like shaking hands and hanging out in the ER together. Who, what that's craziness. That that's like this is the best sport ever. It's the best sport ever. It's not, there's not even there's not even a sport that even like compares. I mean, watching these two guys in the dressing room I mean, in the in the ER, in the emergency room, that they put each other in, and then the way they're interacting—they're shaking hands and they're hanging out, and then watching, watching Cerrone holding the baby, you know, his baby in the in the cage after the fight. If you if you actually think there's a sport that's even close to this, you're demented. You have like dementia. There's no sport that even comes close to this.
1: This looks hard to even recreate. Except for water polo. This, Sorry. <laughs> this looks hard to even recreate
0: if you no. wanted to. Is this something you drill? I, I could drill that now. <laughs> That's being drilled at the pit now. I, I swear. I'm going to start using this. Because just... it was a beautiful technique. And when you think about it now, it was like nobody ever thought of that. Because I'll tell you why. Look, at there's no defense of this. There's this genius. <laughs> It's genius. It's because he's a fucking genius. Yair Rodriguez is a fucking genius. It was just that was... No doubt about it. Well, somebody said, uh, lucky elbow? Lucky elbow? Well, I want to see what he says about it. Lucky elbow? Fucking <laughs> lucky elbow. This is like telling Ali every time he scores with a jab, oh, that's a lucky jab. This was not a lucky elbow. This is genius. This was a genius elbow.
1: Yeah, it was cool to see. And that, was, yeah, that ended was, the fight with yeah, one second left. How it was dis- terrible. How
0: disappointing for the Tyrion Zom. Terrible to watch him go down. I love the fight. I love the elbow, but I hated to see him crumble and get knocked Someone's out. Someone's got to lose in sports, but great, great card. Um, it really was. So, I mean, so that's that's about it. That's all we got to say about that. It was, it was it was a great card, and it showed that this is the greatest sport. It's the greatest sport ever, and it is it is uh, it is um, it is Veterans Day. And my old, my old unit, let me just say, my old unit, the wolfhounds, we had this saying called nec espera uh, terant, nec espera terant, and that means no fear on earth in Latin or something, that's what we said, that's what they told us it meant anyway, it could mean anything, but we were in the wolfhounds, and there, our, our logo was a wolfhound, and then underneath it said, uh, no fear on earth, and, um, I'm thinking to martial arts, and for you guys that out there, martial arts gives you that feeling like no fear on earth. Like, I, I, I've had so many guys tell me that they walk into a bar, and they're, they're, sometimes they don't even want to make eye contact, or if somebody makes eye contact with them, they feel like they, they have to look down, or they walk into an area and they're kind of nervous, and I'm just thinking, train martial arts, you'll have no fear on earth. I've never, I've never had fear like that. I've never walked into a place and somebody looked at me. I don't care how big they are. I've never looked away from anyone because they made me intimidated. And that's what you get when you train martial arts. You get no fear on earth. So, I don't know. I was just thinking about that because uh, it's, you know, it's Veterans Day and I was thinking about my old unit. And I was thinking of that no fear on earth and how that translates to martial arts. Hasn't martial arts given you more confidence? Oh for sure. Physically? The one thing is interesting though, is I think a
1: lot of these fighters they come into the ring though and they're nervous. I don't know if they're nervous, they're scared. Very nervous. But there's a um, a UFC documentary, this thing they keep putting one out every week on GSP, and I watched it the other day, and it shows he grew up bullied. Like yeah. he grew up like severely bullied when he was little. Yeah. And then he started in karate or taekwondo or whatever he started doing up in Canada. And then he says still when he goes into the ring. He's like champion. He's got the belt. He's still on his
0: walk into the ring. He's scared. There's no more... Yeah, there's no more... Ner- I'm talking about the street, guys. Like if I walk into a bar or walk down the street. But walking into the ring or the cage, every single fighter is fucking nervous as shit. Every single fighter. Some don't act like it as much, but every fighter is. So, and the nerves don't have to do with another man... Uh, another man. They have to do with you performing in front of a crowd a fan, uh, you know uh, uh, cameras. It's you performing one on one under a microscope I mean if you had to like perform sexually in front of a microscope you'd get nervous. I mean if there was like a microscope on you that's the main thing. The main thing a fighter feels when he loses is he feels like a little bit of his man has, has been stripped and he feels embarrassed in front of the fans. Even if it's a small amateur show, you feel embarrassed because, say, a 100 people. That's a lot of people to watch you lose. So that's, that's the biggest fear that fighters get. No matter how cocky they are, they always have that in the back of their mind letting down their fans and being embarrassed and having their manhood taken away. So as a sport, I see that. But translating that into the street, every one of these fighters, whether it's George St. Pierre, or uh, or Donald Donald Cerrone or any of them, when they walk down the street, they'll smile at people and 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 look at people, but they'll never fear another another human being. They will have no fear on earth. That's how I feel. Didn't you
1: have a tattoo somewhere from that? No, it's something from the military. I, this is my
0: old. This is my old uh, infantry unit, which is first uh, uh, the twenty fifth infantry, but my battalion was called the Wolfhounds, which was. The, the no fear on earth. So. Surprised you don't have that. So no, I'm gonna, there's I'm, room. I don't know. I, I, do, I will now. Because I love that saying. Now, the more I think about it, I think about it a lot today. And I, I think I'm going to go with that logo more no fear on earth. You don't, I mean, you're not trying to be an asshole, but you have, we martial artists, we finally reach a place once you get here, you have no fear on earth. The pit logo needs some Latin. Yeah, we do. <laughs> There are there are silly fears like I fear you know like I fear like losing my house or losing this we have fears but there's never a fear like physical yeah there's never a physical fear bing John till next time man see you guys.